0: Welcome back to another special episode of Because of BDR's podcast. This episode is a very special one to me because it's someone who you know, I've asked last year to come on, we finally got round to the right time for it. And uh, we've got a lot of interesting, important things to talk about, including their journey. We've got Ollie Brennan. Hi. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for joining us today, Ollie.
1: No, I'm really honored. I'm still flattered that you even asked me. So thanks for having me.
0: Brilliant. Um, yeah, me and Brandon be very excited about, about this episode. In terms of yourself, um, at the moment, you're an AE mm-hmm. in tech. And I just want to, you know, scale back a bit to find out how you got into sales, how you got to become an AE, and how long you've been doing this for.
1: Yeah, so um, I've been in sales, so like full time in sales for three and a half years now um i actually started off in sales when i was at uni so i was a student brand ambassador for adobe so i was selling um soft like basically this app that used to help um students with their coursework and that sort of thing Um, so a lot of just kind of like promoting throwing social events getting people to sign up to the app and that sort of thing and then yeah left uni in the middle of COVID, which was interesting (laughs) all the fun got cut short but then Yeah, so after that I went into my first proper sales job uh, at an IT reseller. So I was uh, an account manager there. So I was there for nearly two years. um, So doing like software, hardware, consultancy, professional services, pretty much everything in between. And then, yeah, started out the company that I'm at now. So I'm in MarTech sales. Um, And yeah, been there for nearly actually a year this month.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. If if anyone's watching this, um, or even listening to this, if you can find the episode where me and Brandon actually shout out Oli, um,
1: <laughs> and, and
0: another and another AE called Matt, then uh, Brandon's sitting on the couch right now. But should we should we give away like a hoodie or something? Because uh, we shout, we shouted we shouted Oli out. I shouted Ollie out for uh, being instrumental in me getting to an AE and always inviting me into demo calls and always keeping me in the loop with um, opportunities that we would create together. So yeah, this this is Ollie. But, um,
1: <laughs> oh you're so cute, lovely. <laughs> in terms of
0: in terms of tech, um how I mean, was there a, a direct distinction into into one to go into tech sales, although you were in sales?
1: no to be completely honest with you i just kind of fell into it and in like retrospect looking back i'm so glad that i'm in tech now because i think in in any sort of industry there's two industries that are never ever going to die and i think it's healthcare and tech Mm -hmm. essentially um because healthcare people are always going to get ill you always kind of need that healthcare support but then if you think about it that way like whole society is run off of technology and all it's ever going to do is get more and more and more advanced so we're in an industry that's just going to get more complex more like more people are going to need it and it's always changing as well so it's so much more interesting so i'm so happy i like accidentally fell into it
0: (laughs) no definitely and um you know I've, i've worked with ollie she is amazing around the office she's a high performer she gives energy to the team, and she've if you look at her LinkedIn recommendations she 's been sort of an indirect and direct mentor to to me as well. Um, what I want to talk about is the good and the bad because we spoke about this off camera you know yeah. there are some difficulties perhaps with being younger as Brandon's Brand spoken about gender as well when it comes into tech, yeah. just from a broad overview, could you um you know describe to anyone to anyone listening or watching? Perhaps, if there is that cha- if you do feel you know a challenge being a woman in in this space.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think being in a being a woman in tech, but also just in sales in general. I think there is so many challenges that come with being a woman, and but there's also a lot of positives that come with it as well. Um, I mean, when I first started off in kind of like IT sales, I was an account manager. So a lot of that is where well, one, it's very, very much a male dominated environment. Two, the people that I was speaking to at my previous company, and mostly at IT, they're all, men, and they're all men. And in my office, there was like the ratio of men to women was absolutely ridiculous. I think at one point I was on a team of nine people and I was the only girl. Um, So yeah, I mean it comes with its own challenges anyway. I think there's a reason why not a lot of women are in sales and it's actually really sad to be honest with you when you think about it because there's a different sort of resilience as a human being (laughs) that you need to have to be in sales. But I think also as a woman, it's kind of having that, you have to have a different sort of resilience and because we are more like emotional people naturally that can be really really challenging and a lot of women just don't want to put up and put up with it essentially but then the other side of it as well was kind of like how not on purpose and I know obviously it's not a great thing to talk about but women get very much like sexualized like if you're a young attractive woman in a very male and dominated environment you can get taken the piss out of a lot. So you have to kind of like assert yourself in a professional way to make sure that that doesn't happen. So yeah, there's loads of challenges that come with it, but then there's also massive, massive benefits of being a woman in sales. And like contradicting the other point, because we are more emotional, because we are more kind of like patient and, and in touch with that emotional side, we empathize with people, we build stronger relationships with people. And I think that's something that gets overlooked quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah ups and downs of both of it but both of it has their challenges and their positives obviously.
0: I think that's a brilliant you know explanation and how do you stay motivated you know when these challenges do occur?
1: I think the the difference between kind of like a man and a woman in, in my personal opinion in sales is that men and women are r- motivated so differently like I think like a good manager, for example, like we're all in sales because we like to make money, right? We like to be in control of like the harder we work, the more that we earn. But I think if you take a moment to really understand like pe- like different mot- motivational factors, women are so different to men. Like we like me for example like i personally want to earn loads of money obviously that's the money aspect of it but the reason i want to do that is because i want to support my mum when she's old or i want to like my sister's about to have a baby like i want to support my nephew when like when he comes into this world so it's not about me getting filthy rich it's like the benefit of what happens with that and yeah i think that's my personal motivation and also a massive motivation for me is i love proving people wrong i think A lot of people when they first see me get a bit of a perception (laughs) of who I am and stuff and I love proving people wrong, proving to people that I do have a brain I'm not going to get taken the mick out of and yeah just like trying to push the boundaries as much as I physically can Um, and then the last way I'm motivated is I think I love praise. Like if someone comes up to me and goes like, oh my God, you did a really good job. I, honestly, it means it absolutely well to me. And I think that's something that people really don't appreciate sometimes as well. Like the small thing, just like giving someone a pat on the back about it, it makes such a difference to the day, makes such a difference to their motivations and that sort of thing as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but um, a few months back, you took a bunch of women from the team to an event. Yeah. And um, you may not remember, but you were speaking to me and you were very, very happy that you you um one of the keynote speakers on stage was like an old mentor or someone you looked up to yeah. how, how important are moments like that for you and um i mean you're creating one now for anyone watching or listening but how how important is that to see that representation
1: yeah no massively and i think having mentors especially as especially as a woman right i'll give you i'll give you an example so at my last company i had a very Difficult situation with one of my customers, one of my long-standing customers. We, I was trying to um, close this cybersecurity deal with him, and it was getting closer and closer and closer to the end of the quarter. He was always very kind of like flirtatious with me, but I kind of just like took it on the chin. We had a really good relationship, but it got to the point where it became really kind of like unacceptable. But I was so worried about ruining that relationship that I didn't want to stand up for myself essentially so he it got to the point where I was kind of like chasing him for like look when is the timeline when is this going to happen and he said look I'll send you the PO if you come to Wimbledon with me so like and he he had a wife and yeah it was really horrendous but my previous manager at the time I spoke to him about it and he actually had the really good male intuition to be like you know what? I don't understand how you feel in this situation i actually don't know the best way to deal with this so he was like so i recommend you speaking to this person a girl called morgan o'sullivan who was my mentor at the time and now she's like one of like my really really good friends but having a female mentor as well is so important like i reckon if if i'm being honest i reckon if i didn't have her support i probably would have left sales because she was so inspiring to me at the time and she gave me such good advice to not kind of not take it so personally but also like deal with it in a really really professional way. So I went back to this customer and was like kind of made like a joke out of it and one not ruin my relationship but also put myself in a place that like I'm a professional woman I'm not just here because you like want to have a bit of escapism from your wife and like when you're working. And I was like, look, I really hope that you don't kind of like deal with me in a professional sense because you think that that's going to happen. And he was so like completely taken back by it and was like, oh, God, because I actually stood up for myself. And then we actually had a really good working relationship after that. And he sent me the P.O., which is (laughs) all That's
0: good. How important do you think that education is? And, uh, you know, because that's a very good explanation, but Ideally, I would want people who are doing that to find that education themselves because it shouldn't be your responsibility, you know. Yeah. Um, so sorry that that happened. But how important is that education? Do you think that Phil there needs to be more of it in sales and tech? For
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's hard because women. Like, if you think about how how far women have come in like society in general, like like nearly like eighty years ago, we couldn't even vote and if you think about like where we are now there's been so much progression but there's so much that people still need to learn about like dealing with women in this sort of environment and just creating awareness on like how to really support women going forward I think there's something really like topical that's happened that I've seen like firsthand recently where there is a massive lack of education and actually no one really knows the answer to it yet but the more that people get educated on it, we can come to a conclusion on it. So my sister is actually pregnant at the moment, but she uh, is working in Portugal and she actually just lost her job because she's pregnant. So they found a replacement for her. And um, yeah, they were like, we need someone that's gonna be around more full time. And obviously the laws are in Portugal are completely different. Obviously that would never happen in the UK because we are protected in that way. But it made me think about women that, like obviously, women, when they want to start families and stuff, they have that on their head. And I think that's the reason why I think we actually don't have a lot of like women sales leaders. Because once you get to that pro- like progression, you're at a certain age where like most women are thinking about starting families, are thinking about doing that. But a lot of women are like scared to give in their notice to say like, oh, I'm pregnant because a lot of companies have to go, oh, replace them. And actually what you're saying to people, what you're saying to women is actually you are replaceable because you're choosing to have a family. So when you think about that educational side of things, like we need to educate companies on like actually like the real state of like how that feels. And once we've done that, we can then educate people to actually find a resolution because there's not one now. So that education piece is so, so important. And I think anyone that says that they like education isn't important in this is completely ignorant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very important to keep learning.
0: Mm-hmm. So that, that question to you, you know, how can how can we help? Would it be, it's, it's, it's a continuous thing, of course, yeah. but it's got multiple layers to it.
1: Yeah, I think people take away the value of actually like listening. I read something the other day and I can't remember the actual statistic of it, which is really, really gonna annoy me. But um, there was something I read the other day about um, how often men speak over women and it's not like consciously that they do it but if you're in like a team environment and, and you're sharing ideas men are way more likely to speak over a woman than a woman is to speak over a man and I think when it's actually like men taking the minute to actually just like hold themselves for a second and just let like allow a woman to speak um, I listened to uh, you know Baroness Brady Karen Brady mm-hmm. she did uh, diary of CEO like I, I i have the biggest girl crush on that woman like absolutely adore her um but she actually gave an example of when she was doing this like public speaking thing and she was on a panel and one of them um, the other people the other men who was speaking she was right in the middle of her sentence and he just like busts over to like just say his point and obviously he felt like he had an important thing to say and he probably did but instead of like her screaming back at him or whatever she just took the step back just sat there in a really classy way once he'd finished he was like no actually i'm going to finish what i was saying and like the whole audience got up and applauded because they recognized that it was wrong so if he would have just taken that moment to be like oh i've got really to actually no let her finish that's the whole yeah it's just people taking time and just educating themselves on things that subconsciously they're doing where if someone like speaks over me in a meeting it makes me feel like little makes me feel small we've got to keep empowering women to like put themselves out there and put themselves in the situation where they can be heard mm-hmm. where a lot of people aren't and don't have the awareness of that yet
0: mm. and you also like you've been involved in initiatives um you've taken a lot of people to events where does that internal sort of drive come from to do that
1: so I'm the youngest of six girls and my sisters i I get such inspiration from them all of my sisters are such strong independent women and I grew up with my my dad bless him he is very much kind of like i don't know he's very traditional in his in his kind of ways and I think he's so proud of us because we've like change the barriers of like what he normally have seen, has seen as women. Like all my sisters are, well, two, two of my sisters are like full time working mums. And one of my sisters has um, her own business. And watching what she does on a daily basis, as well as ra- raising children, I get so inspired by that. I'm so proud of them. and just having the opportunity to kind of like help other women to feel inspired and because we're in a male-dominated environment there's not actually a lot of women to go and like speak to about stuff so it was really important to me when i joined this company that i'm working at now to actually create like a really good strong women network like if you think to it sounds ridiculous but if you think back to like caveman times, right? The man that goes out, they get the food, but what do the women do? They sit, they look after the children, but they do it in like a collaborative space. And because we are a minority in a lot of sales organisations and a lot of tech organisations, we, we don't have the opportunity to sit with other women and actually talk about how we feel. So yeah, it was really important for me to kind of take that initial step to like bring those women to find other women that are dealing with exactly the same things. And the last the last Women in Tech forum that we went to was so so good, but one of the girls that I sat next to probably like to, like twice a week for the last like six months, she sat there and asked a question at the end. She was like, "How do you deal with imposter syndrome? Like, how do you deal with feeling like you're not like you're not good enough?" And I was like, "How awful is that that I've been sat next to her for that long and I knew she was struggling that much, but without that like kind of pack like female mentality to like stick together and actually share ideas with each other. I would have never known that she was feeling like that. So straight, like literally straight afterwards because they do like networking and drinks. I went up to her and I was like, look, let's have half an hour next week. Let's go for a coffee. Let's talk about this. And yeah, I mean, she said it helped. I hope it helped. (laughs) But yeah, without that opportunity to do that, she wouldn't have kind of, yeah, shared how she was feeling and just suffered in silence. So it's really important that we talk about it.
0: Good. And what would you say some of the best things or advantages are of being a woman in tech?
1: I think being a minori- uh, minority sometimes. Now like I, obviously with my name, my, my name's Ollie, my signature on my email is Olly. And I join, if I'm like outbounding someone and they see uh, <laughs> the email signature at the bottom, there's a lot of times that I've turned up to calls and they're like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, hi, sorry I'm a woman, can we carry on now? But I like, I do like being a minority and I think being a minority, you give a different perception on things, you give different ideas, you come at things at a different angle that people that other people don't. Um, and being a minority as well, and be, yeah, just being a woman in general, you just have that kind of empathy to care more about stuff sometimes, like especially with customers that like I love solving a problem. Like if like I'm speaking to like a marketing director at the moment and they're not seeing their results, their conversion rate is really, really low. And like, if I can go in there and actually help them and make them look good, you build that relationship, you sell to them and actually, instead of, yeah, I'm gonna hit my target, but I've actually done something that's gonna really help them on a day to day. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And what would you say Ollie, to the <coughs> to the women who, may not have just you know fell in fell into it like you or you know taken a leap of faith but they're like on the edge about sales tech what would you say to them if, if they're watching this or listening to this and feeling inspired by your words because you know we've spoken off camera and you get inspired by a bunch of content <laughs> so I'm sure you know you could you will have that effect mm. on others but if they are sort of on the, on, the, on the edge that they've heard bad things they've heard us Male domina- dominated in a negative way what would you say to them
1: absolutely go for it because the only way that things change if is if, if is if people make the conscious effort to make it change and yes we've talked about like a few like negative experiences but like I absolutely love sales I will never leave sales and the opportunity that it gives you the confidence it gives you the buzz it gives you the people that you meet like I'm I love the social aspect of it as well. Sales is so fun. And you get to speak to different people all the time. You get to meet really interesting people. But also, yeah, it's really, really hard sometimes. But when you get, when you close that deal, when, like, if you're a BDR, when you get someone that actually listens to you on the phone, like, there's no feeling like it. But also, sales comes with a massive bonus, like, pardon the pun, but the money. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the one career where, it's you the amount that you put in is the amount that you're going to get out of it if you want to work and work and work and work like you are going to make more money and that's how you eventually do it Mm -hmm. and now i want to retire early so i got I put my absolute graft in but sales is the best opportunity to do that because like uncapped commission the like sky's the limit with it so yeah just absolutely go for it don't be scared and don't be afraid of being a minority because it's actually really really powerful
0: you've been dubbed a superstar an ex-leader, <laughs> but you have by by some you know very very senior individuals but um where are you trying to take this i know you you want to retire early but i can see you having all the money in the world but it seems like there's deeper motivations for you yeah where do you want to take things
1: i do want to go into management i like i have mentored a couple of people like what the stuff that me and you've been doing like I think the reason why we've got such a good relationship is because I love seeing other people do well and I think that's a lot of where like my own motivation comes from and if I can, I've had some really, really influential managers in my, in my life that I've been so, so grateful for and I'd absolutely love to be that for someone else. And also my main motivation is I'd love to kind of break that boundary of being a women's sales leader like there's there's just not enough of there's not enough of women in senior leadership roles especially in sales and I'd absolutely love to kind of break that mold and get there and I will do it I will but, get there because I need to do it for all the other SDRs BDRs AE like young AE females that are starting out and don't have anyone to look up to like that and yeah we c- I just yeah I want to kind of break the mold in that way
0: mm-hmm. Same. and just touching on that because um that's something that we sort of briefly looked at before, the the, the lack of leaders. Mm. In your opinion, why do you feel or think that that is the case?
1: I think one, it's hard, it's hard to explain. I mean, one, sales is tough. And obviously we know that there's like not a lot of women in sales because of what we've spoken about earlier. Mm. Second is obviously, you get to be a sales leader after like a certain amount of years and if you think about the average age that people like women start in sales to the average age of like a sales leader as said earlier that's normally the time where women either choose to have families and it that does massively affect you, you have to take minimum a year out of your career i mean when if i look at being an account manager for example uh, being an account manager when at my last company you had to kind of like hand over your accounts to someone else to look after for a year. If you're out and like you, people build relationships, like if they're not they're not gonna mean to do it, but if the customer gets on with you better, with the person that's taking over your accounts better, that's potentially you losing your business, but you're having to do that because ha- you have a child. And I think that's kind of where it starts to like unbalance itself and yeah I mean it's a really it's a really really sad reality but it is a reality and it's almost like people have to make a decision for a career or a family so uh, yeah I personally think that's why there's a lack of women at that at that level but also there's a lack of control that you take away as well and I think a lot of the reason why a lot of women aren't in sales is because we we basically live off our commission so living off commission is always a risk and women are naturally less likely to take risks than men are and especially when you get to that point when you have a family and you need to kind of bring in that extra bit of money because your base salary is low that is an additional risk and if you're a woman you go into management you kind of take uh, away that control now because it's like other people are owning your commission for you as well So yeah, that's the risk factor in it essentially, and that's why I think not a lot of women are kind of in that position now.
0: Mm -hmm. And for people to find out what you're doing this year and see what you're doing, can we expect more initiatives, perhaps your own event, your own (laughs) podcast? (laughs)
1: Oh, I don't know about that. Come back again you. as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd definitely come back. No, I lo- no, I'd love to talk about it. And I mean, if it helps anyone, that's going to make me the happiest person in the entire world. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, got to get our head down this year. We're trying to buy a house, trying to yeah, trying to make moves over here. So mm-hmm. who knows what the future holds? But yeah, I'll definitely come back. I've had a great time.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Ollie. Um A long time getting this episode (laughs) organized and done, but I'm so happy she's here. We're gonna have her back as well. And um, thanks for everyone for watching. See you next time.